episode number nine of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi, I hope you've been having a wonderful week. I am so happy to be back at my desk. I don't know if you were following me on social media, but uh, three of us in my family came down with COVID over the last couple of weeks. So we've been kind of stuck at home and thankfully our symptoms haven't been too bad, which is great. But um, it's so nice to be out in the big wide world once again. We're very thankful that only three of us out of the six of us actually got COVID. But it was quite funny there for a while with um, us having to have meals in separate rooms. And at one point we were watching uh, The Great British Bake Off on TV in two separate sittings. So we had the the non-COVID showing and the COVID showing. So we were just trying to keep apart, um, which was quite funny. But yeah, thankfully the other three didn't get it at all, which was wonderful. And now the rest of us are, are back out in society again. So that's great. The day that we all came out, we actually took a family trip to Stonehenge, which isn't too far from where we live, actually. But we've never been there before. Uh, So it's funny how when you're kind of stuck at home and you you can't get out, how it makes you actually want to get out and do things that you might not have otherwise done. So that was lovely. So we had a lovely day trip there. This morning, I went for my first run since um, having COVID and I feel great. Um, I did about six miles, beautiful weather, beautiful views along the bay here. Um, I live by the sea, so it's so good to be back out, back in my running shoes and yeah, life has started back up again. So that's really good. Before we start the episode, I'd like to read out the review of the week, which comes from Sasha Star 4 from the US and she says... I so appreciate Catherine's approach to faith-based health. I'm an advocate for the way scripture addresses us as whole mind-body-soul beings. So many skip over this health aspect. I love the way she helps us bring this into focus and the information she provides to help us be good stewards of our bodies through health. Definitely a podcast to subscribe to. Thank you so much, Sasha Star 4, for your wonderful review. And if you would like to have the chance to have your review read out on the podcast, then head over to Apple Podcasts, uh, scroll right down to the bottom where it says write review and click on that and leave a review for me. I read every single one and they mean so much. And it also really helps other people find the show too. So it'd be so much appreciated if you would take a couple of minutes uh, to do that. I'd love that. Thank you so much. And if you haven't done so already, then don't forget to subscribe or follow the show so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Okay, before we start, as usual, just a quick disclaimer. The information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet. If you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable. If you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started.
So I don't know if you know this about me, but I do love to write and I've actually self-published three books. One is a non-fiction book about our time in Russia and then I've also published two novels set in Russia, written under a pseudonym. And I really, really enjoy writing and it was so great to be able to get those books and to get them up on Amazon and to be able to actually have copies in my hand. And that was just wonderful. When I was doing my writing, I was quite submerged in the writing community and learning all that I could about writing. And I came across this idea of being either a planner or a pantser. So in the writing community, a planner obviously is someone who plans out the whole novel beforehand. So they know exactly what's going to happen in each chapter and probably in each scene as well. So it's all planned out. Whereas a pantser is someone who likes to write by the seat of their pants. So they just kind of open their computer and they just start writing and see what happens and where it leads them. And then they end up probably having quite a lot of editing to do at the end, but that's how they prefer to write. They don't like to have kind of a set structure telling them what they have to do each chapter. So you're either a a writing planner or a writing pantser. And I thought that this also applies to the concept of meal planning. So I wonder, are you a meal planner or a meal pantser? Do you like to plan ahead for what you're going to eat in the week ahead um, or even just the next couple of days? Do you like to have a list written down? Or are you someone who likes to fly by the seat of their pants when it comes to what you're going to eat each evening and preparing meals? Are you the kind of person who just likes to open the fridge or open the cupboard and see what's in there and then just come up with something on the spur of the moment? So are you a meal planner or a meal pantser? Well, if you are a meal pantser, then I have five reasons why you might want to consider being a meal planner instead. So here are my five reasons. Reason number one is that meal planning reduces stress. And this is the main reason that I meal plan personally. We all want to be finding ways that we can reduce stress in our lives. And meal planning is quite an easy way to do that. How? Well, because we don't really want to be getting to the fridge at 5 p.m., and panicking about what we're going to cook for dinner that night, or wondering if we have all the ingredients for what we have in mind for what we want to cook. For me, that is a huge stress. I don't know about you, but I have a large family. There are six of us. And the idea of just having no clue what we're going to eat for dinner tonight and having the kids kind of complaining that they're hungry and wanting to know what's for dinner. And I just find that quite stressful. So being able to plan ahead, having a list, knowing what's going to be for dinner and knowing that I have all the ingredients that I need in the fridge or in the cupboard just takes out a huge amount of stress that I really don't need. So reducing stress is one of the main reasons for meal planning. And particularly at the time of this recording, it's the 1st of November as I'm recording this, it's the holiday season coming up soon. So for most of us, that's Christmas coming up in December. And if you're in the US, then you're probably already thinking about Thanksgiving as well. And holiday times can also be really stressful. So if you're able to take out some of that stress by meal planning, planning ahead, certainly what you're going to be eating for those holiday meals, but also in the days ahead or the days after, especially if you're going to have family coming. Being able to meal plan is going to remove a huge amount of stress that you really don't want to be having and so that you can just focus on enjoying those holidays all the more. So this is a great time of year to get a meal plan going so that you've got one less thing to think about. I personally have a meal plan for all three days of the Christmas period written out and I reuse that year after year with just a few tweaks here and there and that really, really helps me. So the first reason is that meal planning reduces stress. The second reason is that meal planning also saves money. 
I don't know about you, but the more times I go shopping, the more things end up in my trolley that I really wasn't actually going to buy in the first place, particularly if I've got a small child with me who is uh, pointing out things that she really wants and I invariably cave in once or twice. So the more times you go shopping, the more likely you are to be buying things that you don't actually need. And also, if you meal plan, then you only really need to be going shopping once a week because you know what you're going to get and you've got a list. Maybe you might want to go again to top up on some fresh fruit and vegetables, but you can get all the main ingredients for uh, the week ahead in just one shop. So that reduces the number of times you need to go to the supermarket. And so you end up saving money by not buying loads of things that you really, really didn't want. And also you end up saving money by not wasting food. If you have a meal plan in place, you know exactly what you need to buy and you know that all those ingredients are going to go somewhere. And so the chances of things going off, things not being used, things going past their sell-by date, uh, things having to be thrown away is greatly reduced. So that can save you a lot of money there too. I know there are some quite staggering statistics about the amount of food that actually gets wasted in the UK and I'm sure in lots of other countries as well by people just not using it, throwing it away not eating the stuff that they bought. So you can save money and also um, it's much better for the environment as well if you're not wasting food. The third reason is that meal planning saves you time. Now there are lots of ways that it can do this. One is that when you make a meal plan you can plan when you're going to use your leftovers. So if you know that you're going to have a certain meal on one day and that you're going to have um, some of that leftover you can use that for part of the next day's meal or the next day's lunch or whatever. So you can plan to use your leftovers. Um, So that's a great way of of saving time in the kitchen because you know you don't have to cook again. And you can also batch cook. So uh, if you're making a curry or um, something like that, you can make twice the amount and then you can freeze half of it. And so the next time you have that curry, you can just get that out of the freezer and defrost it and you've saved yourself a huge amount of time. So that's another great way that meal planning can save you time. And you can also spend less time thinking about what you're going to cook. So I don't know how much time you spend sort of looking into the fridge or the cupboards thinking, what am I going to cook? Uh, If you've got a meal plan already in place, then you don't even have to spend that time thinking about it at all. You just know exactly what you're going to cook, which is great. And also, finally, you can spend less time in making your shopping list. Making a shopping list each week is not something that I particularly enjoy, having to go through all the cupboards and work out what we're low in, what I need to get more of, thinking about the week ahead, thinking about what ingredients I need for the meals that I'm going to cook. But if you have a meal plan in place, then the chances are you already know exactly what ingredients you're going to need for the coming week, particularly if it's a meal plan that you use again and again. And it just speeds up the whole process of making a shopping list. You just uh, know exactly what you're going to need and what you're going to be short of. So meal planning is a wonderful way to save you time in the kitchen. And the fourth reason is that meal planning helps you to eat more healthily. So if you haven't got a meal plan in place, then chances are you're beginning to think about cooking your evening meals somewhere around five o'clock in the evening. Now that is a time when notoriously your blood sugar levels are really low and you're much more likely to grab quick processed, more unhealthy foods at that time if you don't have a plan because those are the foods that are going to seem more appealing at that time of day when you're having a bit of an energy slump. So if you already have a plan in place, then chances are you're going to be having a much healthier meal that evening than if you didn't have a plan. 
Also, if you have a plan of what you're going to be eating for the week ahead, you can make sure that you have a good variety of different kinds of healthy foods spread out over the week so that you're not just eating the same thing every day. So you can plan to have different kinds of veg, different kinds of protein, different kinds of carbohydrates. You can um, have a really good variety of different kinds of food, which is something that we should all be aspiring to uh, for good gut health. So having a meal plan helps you not only eat more healthily, but also helps you eat a greater variety of healthy foods so that you're not just eating the same old, same old every day. And finally, the fifth reason why I think meal planning is an excellent idea is that it promotes family harmony. So if you have children, then you probably know what it's like to have spent an hour slaving away at the stove, producing something that you think is really nutritious and healthy, setting it on the table, only to have a little person complain and whine and roll their eyes and tell you that they hate this and they don't want to eat it. (laughs) Anyone been there? Hands up. And in my family, there are six of us. So chances are there's usually somebody who doesn't particularly like the food that I've cooked that day. But because we have a family meal plan in place, we know that we've actually all sat down at some point and everyone's had a chance to have a say in what they do and they don't like. So in our family, we sat down and everyone gave out their favorite meals and we made sure that they were included in the meal plan somewhere. So everyone at the table knows that even if they don't like this particular meal, one of the meals that they do like is definitely coming up either the next day or the next week. So it does reduce the chance of somebody whining and complaining at the meal table, which is something that we don't want. Okay, so there we have it. Five reasons why meal planning is a great idea. Number one, it reduces stress. Number two, it saves money. Number three, it saves time. Number four, it helps you eat more healthily. Number five, it promotes family harmony. So if you're saying, yes, but I'm a meal pantser, and I want to learn how to meal plan, but I have no idea where to start. Well, if that's you, then I have great news because I have a five-day meal planning challenge coming up. So this is a totally free challenge, five days. Um, There's going to be a short action step for each day. And by the end of the challenge, you'll have received daily tips, a special meal planning resource to help you become a meal planning ninja. There's a private online support group on Facebook where you can get extra tips, accountability and motivation. We're going through a step-by-step process for taking inventory of what's in your fridge, freezer and pantry and determining what to keep, toss or donate. There'll be directions on how to make a meal planning success strategy so you know exactly when and where you'll take action on your weekly meal plan. There's grocery shopping strategies for making the most out of each trip so that you can get in and out with more money left in your pocket. There's meal prep time-saving tips so that you can become a food prepping machine with these success tips for batching and prepping ahead and getting other people to help you in the kitchen. And of course, daily coaching support in the private group for all the participants in the challenge to help you succeed with each action step and overcome any challenges that come along the way. So when is this all happening? Well, this is going to be Monday, November the 8th through to Friday, November the 12th, and this is 2021. So if you're listening to this more or less around the time that it goes out, then you've got time to sign up for this free five-day meal planning challenge. And the way to do that is to head to bit.ly slash five-day MPC. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash five, that's the number five, day MPC. 
I'll put that link in the show notes. But if you head there, then you'll find a sign up page where you can enter your name and email address. And that will put you on the list for the meal planning challenge. So there will be daily emails going out about the challenge. And also I'll be doing a lot of content inside my free Facebook group, the Healthier Life community on Facebook. So that is where a lot of the challenge uh, content is going to be taking place. So if you are on Facebook, that would be wonderful if you could join us over there. There's a link in the show notes below to show you how to um, join us in that Facebook group. Um, But there'll also be links in the email that you'll get when you sign up for the challenge. But if you're not on Facebook, don't worry, you'll still get all the daily emails for the challenge coming into your inbox. So you can certainly participate and get a lot out of it too. Now, if you're listening after the 12th of November, then don't worry. I do have a wonderful resource for you if you're interested in becoming a meal planner and not a meal pantser. And that is a 30-page fully comprehensive meal planning kit that will take you from meal pantser to meal planning ninja superstar in 0 to 60. It's got loads of printable worksheets, recommended recipes, and a really simple step-by-step process so you won't get overwhelmed, I promise. You can check that out at katherineshelton.net forward slash meal planning kit, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. But I do hope you're listening to this in time and you're able to join us for the uh, meal planning challenge. Again, the dates are Monday, November the 8th through to Friday, November the 12th. So go along and sign up as soon as possible. You won't want to miss out on this. And I really look forward to seeing you inside the challenge. So that's it for today. I hope you have an amazing week. Take care and I will see you next time. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.